underestimate the power of the dark side. If you will not fight, then you will meet your destiny. Dobby has no master. Dobby is a free elf, and Dobby has come to save Harry Potter and his friends. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Doc. Uh, are you telling me that you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog, too. Hello and good afternoon. And yes, baby, we are back. Hey, Karenza, how are you going? It's been a long time. It's been a long time, Kimmy. A long time between drinks or a long time between shows. It's great to be back in the studio, yeah, it's isn't it? It's good to be back. You know, you've been away. I went around Victoria for a couple of weeks, touring around, and while I was gone, uh, you got COVID. I did get COVID. Oh, the joys of COVID. Can you tell my voice is different? Uh, a little bit. Hear those birds? No, that's not a film we're reviewing. But the birds are noisy outside today. They are. I was I was actually very lucky that I was away because I didn't see you and I didn't catch it. No, I did. Unfortunately, I got the COVIDs and I got my hair cut too, which at least you know there's something else I got. It does look lovely. Thank you. So, girls on film, we are back. You've been to the real movies. Oh my goodness! I know. I did. I went to uh, see June at Frankston Hoyts. So it was so you got your popcorn. I got my popcorn and chop I got my tops. chock top. Yep, absolutely. And a coke. No, I didn't get the coke. I just got the chock top and the popcorn. And would you believe I was the only one in the whole cinema? What do you mean you were the only one in the whole cinema? Well, I think it was because I went at the end of the release uh, when the film was nearly off. But also I think that's probably about the only plus of COVID, isn't it? You well, know, the people staying quieter. Away. Yeah, it was good actually. <laughs> A little bit spooky. But it was good. And you're taking out two movies this week because you've also seen the new Aretha Franklin oh, biopic. What a film that was. That was amazing and uh, very moving, very moving. But don't you love a good um, film with, you know, about a true person that you just adore? I do. I'm looking forward to hearing your review on that. Well, I've got two TV shows that I'm checking out this week, Kimmy. Mm. I've been. Um, over on Amazon Prime, watching the return of the marvellous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, what a show that is. I Fantastic love that show. Fantastic show. And so this is season four that we're watching now. And, of yep. course, then um, it's been commissioned for one final season, season five. Mm. Great award-winning show. So this show. is the last one? No, there's one after this. Oh, thank There'll God. be one more. So season five mm-hmm. will be the final season of that award-winning show. So I'll fill you in on what's going on with Mrs. Maisel. And in anticipation of a final season of Manifest Landing, we're going to chat about seasons one to three of that as well. So you might have seen that originally on Nine Now. Do you know last year Netflix picked it up and it went straight to number one on the Netflix charts around the world and it had actually been cancelled, this show, um, by NBC in America. They'd cancelled it and then, of course, as it, you know, hooned straight to number one, everyone around the world was watching it. Netflix have commissioned a final 20-episode um, season of Manifest. So we'll take a look back at the first three seasons that's wonderful because i was devastated when this went off and i thought you know it's such a good um series i couldn't believe that it had been axed and then i realized that 
the third season that I hadn't actually seen before was back on only last week. <laughs> so you've got a bit of catching up to yeah, do. Yeah, so that was a good bonus, wasn't it? It was indeed. Well, you are listening to Girls on Film here at Radio Caram. You can text us this afternoon on 9... Oh, sorry, 9. You know, COVID does this to you. It gives you this kind of brain fog, Kimmy. You kind of find that, you know, this time of the afternoon I'd like to be in bed having a nana nap. Mm, well, that's your excuse. <laughs> so let's try again. You can text us at the studio this afternoon on 0493-213831. But you are listening to Girls on Film. Hey, Mr. Spaceman, won't you please take me along? I won't do anything wrong. Hey, Mr. Spaceman, won't you please take me along for a ride? This is Dave Crosby. Jim McGuinn. And it's very good to be on your show, man. Don't worry about a thing Cause Atticus Health will make you feel alright Don't worry about a thing Cause Atticus Health will make you feel alright If you got a tummy ache or you don't feel right or if you have a nasty rash keeping you up at night don't worry about a thing don't worry cause Atticus help will make you feel alright my planet Arrakis is so beautiful when the sun is low Rolling over the sands, you can see spice in the air. The outsiders ravage our lands in front of our eyes. Their cruelty to my people is all I've known. What's to become of our world? Duncan, can I trust you with something? Yes, always, you know that. I've been having dreams about a girl on Arrakis. I don't know what it means. Dreams make good stories. But everything important happens when we're awake. Hey, you. Put on some muscle? I did? No. We are House Atreides. There is no call we do not answer. There is no faith that we betray. Smile, Gurney. I am smiling. The Emperor asks us to bring peace to Arrakis. House Atreides accepts! I know you. There's something awakening in my mind. You need to face your fears. Come with me. before. They're not human, they're brutal. The Duke's son sees too much. This is I do. Kill them all. God in heaven. Get everything with guns off the ground! Go! 
this is an extermination. They're picking my family off one by one. Let's fight like demons. Dad, what if I'm not the future of House Atreides? A great man doesn't seek to lead. He's called to it. But if your answer is no, you'll still be the only thing I ever needed you to be. My son. If anything happens, will you protect Paul? With my life. Only together can we stand a chance. So, Kimmy, June, you've been to the movies. I have. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Radio Karam. And yes, I did. I uh, went along to the cinema, as I said before, and saw June. Now, this is the much-anticipated remake of the 1984 version by director David Lynch, which you probably remember from Twin Peaks. Uh, it featured uh, Sting and uh, Kyle MacLachlan. Uh, I remember from the original. No, I never saw the original. Mm, mm. Well, look, I felt that this one was much better than the original. I love the old movie, don't get me wrong, um, but I had no expectations um, because I think it's been about 40 years since the last movie. I wow. Think, yeah, it's a long, <laughs> so long time. So it's a big time for a remake. Absolutely. Um, so June 2021 um, is only part one of a t- uh, two-series um, movie. Oh, so like a not yeah. a trilogy, but a two-parter. No, a two-parter. So the book um, was actually written. So this one and two is about the first book. So um, I'm highly anticipating the release of the second film to see how it all comes together. Although they did finish this one off rather well. So Timothy Chalamet, who I absolutely adore, is the lead in this, and he plays Paul. It's a sci-fi, so it centres around an emperor or the emperor, I guess. So giving his family a desert planet, okay? So picture this. It's a massive universe and there's all different planets going on. Yeah. And the emperor runs the whole thing and then he gives the family a planet which is where all the most expensive spice in the world world is mined, okay? So okay. everybody, including the family, know it's a trap. Why is it a trap? Well, um, there's uh, sand monsters or sandworms, and there's um, people that live in the in the desert that aren't very nice and aren't very friendly. So it's a disaster waiting to happen from the start. And so he's being given it by the boss, <coughs> the emperor. Absolutely. Now Chalamet is so great in this role, although at the time of the film, I thought he was probably badly cast as the kind of warrior kid coming into this movie. But when you go to see it, it all comes together, um, and he actually is made. Um, it, it, sorry, um, and it was evident that he's far more than this from the film. So Jason Moama is also in the film and it has an all-star cast actually with Zendaya, Selen Starsgaard, Josh Brolin and Javier Bardem, just to name a few. That is a cool cast. Mm. Like, there's some great names. Abs- I love the Sarsgaards. Yeah. So it was actually filmed in Jordan and Abu Dhabi 
in the Middle East very and cool. also so in, in Norway. So in the desert in Norway. Absolutely. Well, that's very Norway. different to the desert, different kind of setting. Yeah, I know. It's it's quite versatile, really. So would you believe Sarsgaard spent six hours in the makeup chair every single day for this film? Good grief. What does he play? Like a, <laughs> a monster, an animal? He or does. Like? He actually plays a, uh, well, he plays the emperor, but a very, very uh, weird looking emperor. Okay. So he's six a, hours kind of, of an alien looking guy, you know what I mean? Goodness. Yeah, he's the baron. So, yeah, he's not the emperor, he's the baron, he works for the emperor. So, uh, the score, talk about the score. Now, you'll hear a little clip um, from uh, Pink Floyd, it's called The Eclipse Later, which was used in the trailer, but Hans Zimmer, he actually based his whole score on this. Wow. Now, Hans Zimmer is, is very, very famous, as you know, so he wrote the whole thing in lockdown and he used bagpipes for it. And he even created two new instruments. So don't tell me what the instruments are because I've got no idea. <laughs> but he created two new instruments for the score. So back into the cinema, you enjoyed it. That has been a, I'm trying to think the last time I actually walked into the movies. I think it would have been, oh, just in between lockdowns some time ago. But you went to the Hoyt's leather recliner chairs, Kimmy. I did. I love the Hoyt's recliner chairs. It's like going to uh, gold class every time, isn't Without it? Without the price tag. Exactly. exactly. And we had this discussion off air. You were telling us, I said, yeah, but it's not the same, right? Because, you know, in gold class, they bring all your food to you, don't they? Well, yeah. Well, here you can actually order wines and, and hot food and everything as well and take it to your seat. So it's Very, great. very cool. I'm and not yeah. sure whether they deliver it. I tried to have a look for that, but um, I'll have to clear this up because tomorrow I'm off to see another movie. So I'll tell you when I... Ah, you'll tell us next time yeah. with Girls on Film what you've seen and we want to know, right. did you get food delivered to your seat or did you have to kind of, you know, what's the word I'm looking for, slum it and carry it, <laughs> carry it to your seats yourself, Kimmy? Yeah, I might have to. Absolutely. So what's your rating then for this one, for Dune? Well, this film was three hours long, okay? Oh, my and goodness normally me. I hate a long film because I get a little bit bored and antsy. But you know what? I wanted it to continue. I really love this film and uh, so much. I can't wait for the second instalment and I give it four and a half stars. Four and a half stars. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously I was in ISO, so I didn't get to come and see the film. So I can't score it. So we're just going to have to go on your word, Kimmy, that it's a goodie. Okay, absolutely. Well, four and a half stars, it's got to be good. Well, as you said, Eclipse by Pink Floyd, obviously from the dark side of the moon, was the inspiration behind the music soundtrack to this film. So uh, let's have a listen to that now. And you are listening to Girls on Film here at Radio Caram. Yeah. 
Hi, it's Sonia Kilkenny and I'm pleased to be here on Radio Karam. Oi, 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 oi. IGA, it's shopping nights. IGA, where the price is right. Seaford North IGA, for your groceries and liquor. IGA Express, there's nothing quicker. We've all been missing, presumed dead for five and a half years. If you'd seen us that afternoon, we looked like a typical American family returning home from vacation. My brother Ben and his twins, Olive and Cal. But what you couldn't see is that Cal's leukemia wasn't responding to treatment. This flight is oversold. We are offering travel vouchers for... That's me. So Grace and Olive and my folks took the first flight home. Funny how one little decision can ruin your life, but also save it. Problem. The problem, ladies and gentlemen, is you've all been missing, presumed dead for five and a half years. I don't understand. You haven't aged a day. Olive. I'm sorry. Where's, uh, where's mom? Your mom got sick. No, Dad! No, Dad! <laughs> Your cell regeneration model? It works. We've been treating pediatric patients for 30 months. We pick up with the same regimen right where we left off. There's a new treatment protocol for pediatric cases. If we get a jump in the treatment, odds are excellent. Didn't expect you getting back to work this fast. A lot has changed since you've been gone. Who is she? It was two years before I even looked at another game. Even before I got on that plane, I lost sight of your life. We're gonna fix that. I'm not going anywhere. The universe just gave all of us a do-over. Everything checks out. It's as if the plane never left the sky. Do I have to say out loud that that's impossible? I think we've taken impossible off the table. Is your mind messing with you? Earlier today, I heard a voice in my head. Keep it to yourself. What do you think? The government just forgot about us? Just maybe he came back to be saved, and I came back to save him. How'd you know I was here? I just knew. What is this? There were a lot of people on that plane. What makes us so special? What's the probability it's just you and me? No one can explain what happened to us. Some people called it impossible. Others called it a miracle. All I know is whatever force brought us all here had no interest in being investigated. This was just the beginning. So, Kim, I have been checking out Manifest. Now, Manifest is a show that you can see on Nine Now um, and also made its way across to Netflix as well. So mm. I want you to picture this. So whilst travelling from Jamaica to New York on Montego Air Flight 828, um, 
what we see is the story about something really mysterious that happens mm. on this plane. So we start the, the the three seasons that are being made already with um, a large extended family at the airport. There's a brother and sister mm-hmm. um, and the brother's with his wife and their two kids and one of the children has leukaemia and they're about to board the flight and mum and dad are with them too. So they've all been mm-hmm. on an extended family holiday. The flight is overbooked and so the brother and sister and one of the children, the young boy who has leukaemia, decide to go on the next flight. Now, the next flight is the Montego Air Flight 828. Sounds a little bit like uh, the Malaysian Airlines yeah. flight, doesn't or, it? Or lost, even. Yeah. So they, they get on the plane, and as, as they're flying, what we can see is there's 191 passengers on this plane. We watch the plane take off, and it starts to fly, and then there's some turbulence. The lights go out, the plane, you know, starts to shake, shake a bit. You think, oh, my goodness, there's going to be a plane crash story. Mm. And then you see the plane coming to land. Now, what's happened is as that plane comes into land, it's it's surrounded by police and all sorts of people and no one's allowed off the plane and they don't understand mm. why. And it's then that they learn from NSA. So NSA, I'm not sure it's an American thing. Yeah, I don't know. National Deputy Security of Intelligence. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, Deputy Director Agency. Robert Vance, that over five and a half years have passed since that aeroplane actually took off. Mm and has landed so what has happened in those five and a half years now for the passengers on the plane those 191 people they've just flown their normal flight back from you know jamaica back to new york but for everybody else all of their family and friends five and a half Mm. years has passed so what we see is this story unfold what's happened you know to brother and sister and their family Mm -hmm. as you heard in the trailer then you know um out of mum and dad mum mum has passed away um because everyone, of course, presumed that everyone on this flight was dead. And, you know, they're missing presumed dead five mm-hmm. and a half years. And so as they rejoin society, they begin to face the fact that their lives and their loved ones are not the same as they were the people that they left behind. They've obviously aged a bit as well. <clears throat> well, they have, yeah. except the people on the plane yeah. on 828 have not aged. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit of a sci-fi, like you've really got to kind of yeah, put your... Yeah, a mystery thriller as yeah, well. Yeah, put your head it? in this. And mm-hmm. that's not it. So it's not just they have to adjust then to life. And, you know, so for um, the sister, Michaela, the person that... She she was engaged to marry has moved on and it's married someone mm. else for her, only for her to discover that is actually her best friend so everything changes um, they also begin to experience guiding voices and visions that represent events that are yet to occur that they refer to as callings mm. and in fact as the series unfolds many of the 191 passengers on montego air flight 828 are actually called to try and save other people and so the the sort of theme runs through the show you know did they die are they guardian angels what's brought them back here um and you yeah you do you have to sort of suspend suspend reality it's kind of a uh, definitely sci-fi genre without a doubt but a bit of a thriller in there um and a drama um and it's really um really exciting so as i said channel nine well actually it was an nbc program Mm. And Channel 9 syndicated it and we saw seasons one and two. Um, season three was made and then it dropped on Netflix, um, which was really, I think, the really big turning point for it. Um, because at the end of the third season, it was cancelled by NBC. It was then added to Netflix in June 2021. And of course, when everyone was locked down around the world, it immediately topped the viewing charts, which has persuaded Netflix to renew Manifest for a fourth and final season mm. consisting of 20 episodes so wow. i mean if you're into i think 
I kind of call it sci-fi, but it's, it's not kind about of, space. It's, it's a bit like I don't know whether anyone knows the forty-four hundred, um, and another one was the hundred. Uh, so very similar about people that have um, you know disappeared and then they've come back again, and it's it's very similar along that genre, a real mystery kind of thing. It is a mystery, a bit like the lost. I mean, I love yeah, lost. lost. So like a lost, what lost. happened? Yeah, what's going on? What's happened? You know, you, you need to suspend reality a little bit to go. Okay, you know, right? Okay, let's you know. Obviously, what I'm seeing, yeah, it's it's hard to believe, but it's really it's gripping. It's gripping TV. Kimmy. I love it. I love it. It's brilliant. So I thought it was very well acted, um, mm. shot really well. Each um, episode is like its own storyline within the big stories as well. So you can watch it, and then you can not watch it for ages and come back and just pick it up again straight mm. away. It's not like you'll lose any part of it. And and the mystery really for the survivors is why have we survived? Why are we here? Um, and what's yeah? What, what's the purpose of all of this and the meaning as well as trying to pick up the threads of my old life? And trying to fit back into society again that's kind of shunned them away a little bit because of their callings and so That's forth. right. And, yeah. of course, people think that they're crazy and mad and mm. have schizophrenia and so on. So yeah. there's a real spin on mental health in here mm. too and the kind of, you know, the, the stigma and the stereotypes that sit behind that. So, mm. look, I really, really enjoyed it. You can watch certainly seasons one on two on nine now and you can watch the whole first three three seasons on Netflix if you've got a Netflix subscription and as I said the fourth and final season the final 20 episodes will be coming later this year when really we'll understand the mystery in its totality so Kim I'll give that a four and a half out of five now you've also seen it I have I have and as I said to you I've only discovered the third series and I can't wait for the fourth I think I'm just going to binge it <laughs> um, but yeah oh, look I love this as well so I'm giving it four stars that's it. You just got to suspend reality, like I said. So look, fantastic soundtrack. Are so many songs to pick from from this mm. one, but I've chosen George Ezra's Budapest. Oh, great um, song! Which was one of the the earliest songs in the show, and again, it's that sort of everything is changing. And I just thought mm. it was a terrific, terrific song. So let's have a listen to Budapest. Oi, 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 oi. I G A is shopping nice. IGA, where the price is right. Seaford North IGA, for your groceries and liquor. IGA Express, there's nothing quicker. Hi everybody, this is Wit from Spiderbait. When I'm passing through Karam, aside from slowing down to 50 kilometres an hour and reminisce about doing the Ill Race Road Rumba or the Watley Street Wiggle, I like to tune in to Radio Karen and get down with the good vibes. Just once in a lifetime. You know what's great about me? It's when I'm me. A world knows a moment. Every single show, I'm going to say exactly what's on my mind. Mrs. Maisel, time to start the show. I think it's time to start the show. And this is my moment. Mrs.
Well, we're heading over to Amazon Amazon Prime to check out the marvellous Mrs. Maisel. Um, now, we've seen, obviously, seasons one, two and three and season four of this outstanding show is back. Now, the series, Kim, has received critical acclaim and it's won the Golden Globe Award for Best Television Series, either musical or comedy, in 2017. Mm-hmm. And then it won the Primetime Emmy Award for the Outstanding Comedy Series in 2018. Uh, and it won Outstanding Directing, Outstanding Writing as well. It's won heaps of awards. And did you know that it's the first TV show on a streaming platform which is Amazon Prime, of course, to win an Emmy for Outstanding Comedy Series. I did not know that. Mm. Did not know that. And, of course, now um, um, it's also won the lead actress in the comedy series in 2018, Mm -hmm. two consecutive Golden Globe Awards for Best Actress in 18 and 19. It's just cleaned up. It's won everything, including Outstanding Guest Actors as well. So Mm. it's huge. Um, Great show. So let's have a a look at the first three seasons. And, of course, as I said, season four is on right now. So in season one was set actually back in 1958 Mm -hmm. in New York. Yeah. I've got the accent right, New York? New York. New York. Um, Where we meet Miriam, otherwise known as Midge, Midge Mm -hmm. Maisel. She's a young Jewish-American housewife and she's a mother and she's living, oh, you might say fairly contentedly on Manhattan's Upper West Side. So, of course, she lives with Joel, her husband, and every week he performs at the Gaslight Cafe. Now, he isn't talented he at isn't. all. He isn't. He doesn't have it. But he wants to be. He wants to be a stand-up. Now, his wife, Midge, considers it to be a shared hobby. Um, and as I said, Joel wants to be this professional comic, so she actually helps him write some of his jokes and gives him the feedback. Mm-hmm. But after a particularly dismal performance, a very dejected Joel leaves Midge for his secretary. So you can imagine the reaction. So upset mm. and drunk, she goes back to the club where he does the stand-up. So she returns to the gaslight, funnily enough, in her nightgown. She's just in mm-hmm. a nightie, stumbles on stage. Drunk. Yes, and in a bawdy, very impromptu set, she shares her predicament with the audience. Um, it's fantastic viewing. Now, in that era, of course, you can't swear or have bad language. Mm, so. Especially not as a woman. No, so she does have some of that bad language and she is arrested. Mm-hmm. And then we sort of see, really, that's the, the opening scenes of the story of Midge Maisel, the marvellous Mrs. Maisel. And um, the woman who runs, she doesn't run it, she kind of runs it but doesn't own it, the bar, the comedy bar, mm-hmm. the gaslight uh, bar, sees this set and thinks, you are a star. Um, superstar. Superstar. And so we see the rise mm-hmm. in series one of Mitch, the demise of mm-hmm. um, the demise as well. So um, and that's really interesting because it tackles a number of topics. So what what we see in, in the first season is really Midge learning to be a stand up comic as mm-hmm. a woman. Now, this is 1950s America, Ken. So women aren't stand-up comedians the housewives and i was going to say they don't even really have jobs correct so she's the house she's breaking the mold Mm. so not only is she doing that but you know her raw untapped talent you know um as a stand-up comic she starts to get accepted but in the second season she falls foul of another comedian and this Mm. is what's really i think powerful as, as an argument or as a part of society is is it why can women be women's own worst enemies and you can see that play out in the real world all the time why don't women lift each other up so um she keeps her mitch keeps her secret her career a secret from her family she's afraid that they're going Mm -hmm. to be ashamed um they go on tour um 
But it's she runs afoul of Sophie Lennon, Lennon who is a beloved female comedy uh, comedian, uh, an actor who's act as a frumpy, uncouth housewife from Queens. That's what she plays, which is nothing like her character. Mm-hmm. So Midge goes to meet her and thinks she's fabulous and wonderful, but actually makes some comments as to why, why do you put women down? Why do you do this? You know, like you're awesome. You know, mm. um, however, um, she kind of they just don't click and so yeah. sophie gives midge some advice midge ignores it and sophie decides well that's it um i'm gonna block you from being a comedian and so mm. she, and midge finds lots and lots of doors closed to her so not only is she a woman trying to make it in a man's world the person stopping her trying to make it is another woman yeah um which is kind of sad I think that's played by jane lynch isn't it it Glee. is yeah. it is it is um but she then gets a big break when mm-hmm. she's um when she's booked actually and hired to sing for a very famous singer but again it goes pear-shaped and goes horribly wrong as Mm. she kind of she outs him well she makes some jokes about his sexuality Mm. and unfortunately they're a bit too close to the truth for him and of course again in 1950s america as a black man you can't be gay so again she finds you know her career doors shutting and so now we see this next season this is it, you know, she's an outcast. She's not being booked as the leader anymore. Mm. What's going to happen to Midge Maisel, you know? Wow. And there's obviously the relationship with her husband, Joe, the kids that they share. You know, they're still kind of on speaking terms. He now owns a nightclub. And then there's the dramas with mum and dad and their spin-off storylines mm. too. So there's a lot, yeah. of, lot of comedy in this. Yeah. Um, it's a good cast. It's a great cast. So as we see season four, you know, Midge is enraged. She's humiliated. Mm. She's been dropped from Shy Baldwin's tour. That's the musician. And she's struggling to restart her career. As I said, she's no, she doesn't want to do opening acts anymore. She wants to be a headliner. She no longer wants to be at the beck and call of other people who have the power to mm. make or break her. Yep. So what will happen to the marvellous Mrs. Maisel? I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see either. But I absolutely love this show. It mm-hmm. is hilarious. Um, Midge Maisel is fantastic, um, as is her husband Joel, or ex-husband. Yeah. And the comedy is brilliant. Um, and the supporting cast are sensational. So, I mean, they really are. They really are. Highly, highly, highly recommend this show, Kimmy. Gee, we're giving high scores lately, friends. So I'm going to give this one a four and a half. Yeah, I join you with a four and a half on mm. this today. And I'm itching itching to finish watching the, uh, the fourth season. Now, it's been commissioned again by um, Amazon Prime for mm-hmm. a fifth and final season so there is definitely more of the marvelous mrs mazel to watch and see as we go back into that 1950s and 60s america Mm -hmm. again there were some great songs to pick from kimmy um this has a terrific playlist but um i loved this one the most i think it's an absolute classic and it's um um peggy lee you peggy lee fan absolutely love peggy lee well let's have a listen to fever here on radio karen you are listening to girls on film Hi, this is Steve Stakos, the Mayor of the City of Kingston, and you're listening to Radio Carum. If you're the Carum way, just call Mitchell Tall. Or in Patterson Lakes, just call Mitchell Tall. Anywhere Bayside, just call Mitchell Tall. Buy a summer house, 
Just call Mitchell Tall. Mitchell Tall. Tall, tall. Real estate. Oh, yeah, real little real estate. estate. We want more. <laughs> And you are listening to Girls on Film here at Radio Karen, where we have been to the movies, Kimmy. We have. We have been to the movies. We've seen some great films, seen some great TV series, and uh, we're also off to the theatre next week. That's right. We've got our popcorn. We've got our chock tops. Let's have a look at what we scored. So um, we started off by checking out Dune. Yeah, what a great film. I gave it four and a half. I didn't see it, so I'll match your score. So we gave Dune a nine out of ten. Great score. Um, then, uh, sorry about that. <laughs> then next, uh, next we checked out Manifest um, over on uh, Channel 9 and Netflix. We both gave that a four, Kimmy, so we gave uh, Manifest there an eight out of ten. That's still High a very good score, this yeah. Week. Yeah, when are we going to see a you know something that's you know we Not we so don't good. like? Well, there's one on the cutting room floor I might mention later. Okay. We checked out um, Respect as well over um, on Amazon Prime. Was that? Yeah, great. Now that got a high score, nine point two five. That's the highest scoring of all the things that we've seen this week. So definitely go and see that one. And yep. then we checked out um, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel over on Prime as well, which we gave Can't a wait to finish. We also series. scored that a nine. So there's some great, yep. great shows to watch. Now next time on, well, I'm going to the pictures tomorrow. I'm no going, way. Yeah. What are you going to see I'm tomorrow? Going off to the, oh. I can't do that for you. That's not very nice, Siri. Why can't you do that for me? Sorry, Siri's but I am coming. going to the pictures, Siri, whether you like it or not. The pictures. I'm You're going showing to. your age, Kimmy. I'm going I'm going to the pictures. I'm going to go and see something at the pictures. What? The cinema. The cinema. Like the old-fashioned, I want the old-fashioned minty boxes and That's the old-fashioned right. like pictures. You're yeah. going to the pictures, isn't it? <laughs> what are you going to see at the pictures I'm then? I'm going to see the Batman. Oh, now, the Batman. I want yeah, to hear about Robert this Robert Patterson one. plays the Batman. Now, apparently this is quite dark. Mm, absolutely. And look, I don't know much about it. I'm going in, you know, and I'm sure it will. Oh, look, all the other Batman films I've loved. So I'm not sure about this one. Um, but, you know, uh, Zoe Kravitz is in it as well, who I oh, love. Oh, I love Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, now, so she's, she's in, in, a, in a great show that we have got to review that show, actually. Which one? The Nicole Kidman oh, one. Oh, brilliant. Yes. It, actually, she was in... Wasn't she in um, two? Of yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to go and see the Batman. Yeah. Well, I'm going to put my uh, Gladys rags on, Kimmy, if we're going to go to the pictures. I'm putting my Glad rags on, my Gladys rags to go to the theatre. Yeah, well, I'm coming with you. We're, that's Absolutely. right. Absolutely. I've got the ticket. To see Hamilton. No, no, now, I don't know anything about this. What can you tell me? Look, I... It's a musical? Yeah, it's a musical. Look, to be honest with you, it, we bought it. Uh, I bought it for my daughter for Christmas. My daughter's on a nine-week camp. So, so I get the ticket. I'm Karen's very lucky. is coming along with or me. Or Emma. I'm not sure, actually. This might be one I don't score very well. I'm not really – I don't mm. know. This will be my cup of tea. I think you will. So I we're going to go to the theatre and check. Now, now Kim – I have to go and do a look back at Neighbours. I'm going to take a walk down Ramsey Street. Because can you believe after all those years that it's been cancelled? Now, did you know that um, the theme song, the original theme song by Barry Crocker, once it was announced that Neighbours was being cancelled, went to number one on the UK charts. Now, I have to say I'm a Neighbours tragic, of course, being British. Grew up with that show, absolutely loved and adored it back in the day of Jim and Helen. Yeah, Kylie. Kylie and Scott. Kylie and Scott, yeah. Yeah. uh, Henry. Jason. 
Yeah, Jason Donovan. Yeah, Jason. Scott. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Charlene. It's called Charlene yeah. and Henry Jane. Plain Jane. They all so. were there. Uh, Margaret Robbie's been in it. Who but else? Delta Goodrum. It has made so many oh. stars. I think it's really, really Russell sad. Russell Crowe. Oh, my favourite, Dr. Carl. Um, Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce. They're all superstars. Yeah, and so who could forget Harold? Harold Bishop. Yeah. Love Harold Bishop. So mm. we're going to take Alan a, Dale take a trip. A superstar. Did, didn't he in that uh, Lost? Mm. We'll take a trip down memory lane and look back at mm. oh, many, many. Well, I'm going to show my age though. Forty something years of Neighbours. Corinne, did you know that uh, um, it's something I do on the side that I've actually been uh, an extra in Neighbours quite ha- a few have times. Have you been an extra? I have. On so I've been on set. Oh, you yeah. have to dig us some dirt about what's it, what it's like. You've been to Lassiter's. I have. I've been inside Lassiter's. Oh. It's not like you would think, but yeah. We'll I'll tell you all about it next, next time. Next time. And what are you going to see, Kimmy, the final show next time? What am I going to see? As I said, I'll see the Batman. And do you know what? I might do Afterlife. I love Rick, Ricky Gervais. Yes, that's a great and, Netflix uh, his, show. And, you know, the third series has just come out and absolutely loved it. So, you know, and he, he's a bit of a cheeky villain to me, you know, and I really <laughs> love cheekiness. So he I'm going to go with Ricky. away with some you know, the language yes. warning. I have to work quite hard, actually, to find a trailer, I think, for that show. <laughs> yeah. Or do a, a parental I'm advisory sure warning. I'm sure there'll be a PG trailer we'll find somewhere. I love it. Well, look, you are listening to Girls on Film. Here we are at Radio Karam. Kim, it's great to be back in the studio it's with really you. really good, really good. After our, our little hiatus. Mm. So we will see you next time where we'll be talking to you about The Batman, uh, Hamilton, Neighbours and Afterlife. So many things to look forward to. Um, so whatever you do, stay safe. Don't catch COVID. That's all I can say. And Absolutely. We'll see you next time. See ya. See ya.